Right, welcome to the first emergency pod ever from the Two Punts podcast. These are just little things we're going to do when big things happen around the NFL and Harrison. A few big things have lately happened and that is some big cuts that have been made and also a big signing already from a player that got cut so soon. Yep. So let's dive straight into this. And who is that big name, Harrison? That is JJ Watt getting JJ signed Watt. by the Arizona Cardinals. Two-year deal. 31 million, 23 million guaranteed. What, do, what are your thoughts? I mean, when I saw the contract, I thought, wow, it's a big contract. I didn't expect it to be that big, to be honest with you, at first. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. 12, mil, 12 million signing bonus. I mean, JJ Watt's already laughing at him before he's even played a snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, go you've got, uh, when you've got Kyler Murray, who's on a rookie contract, you can afford to do these things. So. Yeah, yeah. Def- I think the D line definitely was something that they needed to improve and bringing in JJ Watt. And you mentioned on the last pod about um, Hassan Reddick maybe on yep. the move, you know, yep. JJ Watt there, just a straight swap. Definitely so. is now, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. I think um, the problem is with JJ Watt, it's going to be his health in it, these injuries, whether Arizona are going to keep him healthy or not. But yeah, him and Chandler Jones now. That's not a bad pass rush duo, is it? Not at all. Both playing opposite sides of the ball. But uh, like I say, yeah. it's JJ Watt. Can he stay healthy? Because he's not really been that great at all lately. Since, well, he had that comeback player of the year season, then he was 2018. Yeah. Where he balled he played, out. But, go on, sorry. He played a lot of defensive snaps. Well, he played most of the defensive snaps last season. So you would assume yeah. if he can stay fit then. Yeah, he started all 16 games. So you would think he should be all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd and think so. But. Yeah. Only two healthy seasons in the last five years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can can he really keep it going? And the last two seasons, it's a total of nine sacks in two seasons. If you looked at the contract, you'd say well, that's really overpaying for a guy with that sort of output in the last two seasons. But you know, it is JJ Watt. Everyone knows the name. You might not even like American football, but you know who JJ Watt is. So he's a leader as well. He's a leader. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he'll get the defense sorted out. You know, and they've they've unretired number ninety nine. The number 99 were retired for Cardinals. Yeah, I think that shows the faith that they have him in, having him to do, be able to mm-hmm. yeah, do that, like you say. But, I mean, I like this secondary. Arizona's got a great secondary. The D-line yeah. was the weakest point on defence. Because they've got uh, Isaiah Simmons even at linebacker. You know, so I don't mind the linebacker group. I like Buda Baker. You know, they've got guys like Byron Murphy. Obviously, they might lose Patrick Peterson, yeah. but he's not the player he once was. But, this could yeah. make him sign for less. This could make Peterson sign for... A smaller contract, you know. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a, it's exciting times for Arizona. I think you saw like the impact DeAndre Hopkins made just after one season. Him, him reuniting with JJ Watt as well there. So interesting things yeah. for Arizona coming up. Shows shows that you know people around the league think Kyler Murray's special. Yeah. What what ain't coming to a team who are not who we don't see as a contender? You know, don't really teams offered him better deals. The Colts and the Bears offered him better deals. So, you know, it clearly shows that people around the NFL respect what Kyler Murray can do. That definitely, definitely the playmaker. You've seen him when he's got out of the pocket and created things with his legs. And like you say, that offense is getting better. DeAndre Hopkins just improves that altogether. So yeah. it's, an, it's a difficult division Arizona's in, but yeah, you know, they're definitely going to give everyone a good, a good game next season, definitely. So moving on to another... Another defensive player, big name who got released, Kyle Van Noy. Mm-hmm. Just last season, four-year, fifty-one million 
dollar contract that had 30 million guaranteed and a 12 million signing bonus like like JJ Watt you know he's had a year with Dolphins and he's I've cut him I don't, uh, do you know what Kyle Van Noy is one of them players where you look at and you think wow he's a solid linebacker but then you look at the stats and you think nothing here just jumps out at you nothing here says the money that Miami paid yeah, yeah. And, but I mean it was just in a good still, system exactly and I still like him because he's a is it definitely? I won't say though. You know, obviously, sometimes you know with the defensive packages, you got the two linebackers out there. I won't have him as my number one guy playing every snap. I think he's he's the second guy who should be on your depth chart. I don't know why Miami paid him so much. I don't think anyone else is paying him that much, considering Levante David might be available as well. And I think yeah, if, yeah. if people want a linebacker, they're going to want to take Levante David over Kyle Van Noy and even maybe Matt Milano. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's how much are these teams going to rate Kyle Van Noy during free agency? Are they going to want to sign him or not? But like like JJ Watt, I've heard that he's he's a leader. Like um, the the Dolphins defense, a lot of the players weren't happy with releasing him because mm-hmm. and like even even he said that he was pretty surprised and disappointed because you know he he clearly liked it in Miami, obviously with a coach that he had at New England, so. But yeah, for yeah. Miami, it's saved. It's cleared ten million dollars in cap space. So, like you say, it's, I think it's that's not a bad yeah. I think that's their biggest reason for doing it. I can't because you've just signed into that big deal, and like you say, he knows the head coach very well and everything like that. So, and yeah. a leader, like you say. So, I reckon the only reason they've done it is they, they want this cap space, and he's the guy. Unfortunately, that's had to lose out. Yeah. on that deal I mean he's a good guy Like he's always consistently healthy he always plays at the same consistent level you know what you're going to get out of Kyle Von, Kyle Van Noy it's just whether you feel like you can get more out of him I don't think you do that's why I just think he's a consistent linebacker who you know is going to do a job for you yeah but you'd think though with being able to release him with no dead money that they've set up the contract in a way that they could release him after the first year and if that is the case then why even go into a contract where you're thinking like that? I just don't suppose, understand why yeah. they give him such a big contract to begin with, yeah, but, you know, I, I yeah. I suppose, yeah. maybe you're right, maybe this was the plan all along, then Miami are just being smart with the, have just planned to be smart with the yeah. money and really never had yeah. Kyle Van Noy that high up on their chart, you might be right, I mean, it's a bit disrespectful <laughs> if you yeah. Yeah. really want to go into it, but I suppose it's the NFL in it, it's a cutthroat business and, I mean, we'll move on to the next guy right now because it fits so well. But Alex Smith, like, it proves how much the NFL is a cut oh, fitness. Washington cut into the. How do you feel I mean, about that? As being personally, I think. Fan. I think when you think about it, you think you know it's such a sad thing to happen. You know, he came in, comeback player of the year. He could have died. He could have lost his leg. He came back and basically dragged Washington to the playoffs. Went five you, and one under him. You went five and one. So, you back. And before the injury, we were six and three. Before that injury, two seasons ago, yeah. Washington was six and three. So, I think it's it's a win for Alex. Though he wants to still play, and he knows he wasn't going to get that chance at Washington. Washington had no interest, and Washington had no interest because they knew releasing him, they could get just short of fifteen million dollars saved in cap space. And I think that's one of the main reasons yeah. Washington did, you know, cut the guy. But yeah, it's a sad day, but I think it's a win-win for both teams. Washington get all that cap space. Alex gets a chance, hopefully, you know, to sign for a team and continue to play if that's what he wants to do and he thinks his body can do it. Yeah, you know, it's it would be well. I suppose it's not a shame to end on this because you know, like you said, winning comeback player of the year. But mm-hmm. it's, it's hard in it because he's always going to think he's got something left, but realistically, it probably doesn't. You know, I just, just don't want to see him get hurt again. So 
I suppose that's the. Do you, do you think a team signs him then, or do you think? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Obviously, I think in, in in a few minutes we'll talk about where we think all these will go. I mean, apart from JJ Waters, he's gone, but I think he does. I think he does go somewhere. Pr- probably as a backup to begin with, but because he's he's obviously going to want to be a starter, isn't he? So. I mean, yeah, he's going to have that mindset anywhere. He believes he can still start, but it's whether the team's really going to... Because it's like you say, he's got that leadership. You know, you bring him into the building, he's going to make quarterbacks around him better in that room. So He he helped Kaepernick and helped Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Journeys to being elite quarterbacks for a period. So, you know, I, I reckon he goes somewhere with a struggling quarterback who a team aren't sold on. And then maybe... He comes in mid-season to, you know, see what what they can do. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I just want to go, obviously go on with a bit a bit, bit of background because we have to show him a bit of respect. Obviously, it's a it's like you say, it's a sad day what's happened, but I mean, this is a guy who's just been slandered by media his whole career because he's been told he's not a winner. He doesn't make the big highlight players. You know what I mean? Even make players like Mahomes does. He's your good old-fashioned QB, just keep you in the game, get you downfield, get the odd touchdown. But his his overall record kind of surprised me. So he's won ninety nine games, lost sixty seven, and then had one tie. And obviously that's yeah. playing for you know three different organizations. So I was like, all right, I'll compare that to a guy. So I compared that to Matthew Stafford, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously his whole career just played for Detroit. Obviously he's moved now, but his whole career he played for Detroit. What do you reckon Stafford's career? What do you reckon his like win to loss ratio was? Um, well, I mean they don't really make playoffs, do they? Much so. I reckon Stafford has more losses than wins. Yeah. So, 74 wins to 90 losses with one tie. Stafford, yeah. that's one organisation. An organisation he's always been made to feel comfortable in. He could always mm-hmm. gel in. And, I mean, I think that shows the difference. 99-67 for Smith, 74-90 and 90 for Stafford. Both two number one picks. But I feel, personally, that Smith always gets more hate than what Stafford does. It's, just, it's boring. Well, not boring, but he's just checked down... Check down Alex. I mean, yeah, it? Like you you're right, strong. exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you're right. I mean, that's what it is. Like, guys want to see Mahomes type players, they don't want to see Smith. But when you look at Smith's record and stats, when Smith retires, you're going to look back and be like, we didn't appreciate this guy that much. We didn't appreciate the kind of quarterback he actually is and how much of a winner he was. So, it's I mean, crazy day, but... from injury just shows what type of man he is. No, that just, yeah. A lot I mean, of other men just give up, don't they? So. There's a, hundred, there's, a, there's a very small percentage of people in the world that could do what he did. Yeah. Very yeah. small percentage. So, yeah. But, it's, I mean, it's a credible story. I hope the story carries on. Hopefully it's not the end of the story, but we will wait and see, won't we? So, let's move on anyway. So, it's his last guy. It's another Kyle. And that is Kyle Rudolph, the tight end. Um, he's, just, he's it, like, he is the Alex Smith of tight ends. Just not special. Just, just does his job. <laughs> just does his, like... He's, he's all right, you know, but past two years, just over 700 receiving yards between them, you know, it's not, he isn't, when he, like, he's a two-time pro bowler, he isn't who he was then, so, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think he's the biggest loss for the Vikings, obviously they've got um, Irv Smith, so that's probably who they're thinking of going with in the future yes. Titans, so. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's just didn't really old. Didn't really got out to him. I don't think Rudolph. No, no, I think yeah. I think I mean yeah. I think that was a perfect analogy. Saying he's like Alex Smith, basically, where you just 
he's a he's a well known name. Like you've heard always heard his name, but you look at the stats and nothing really goes too crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I, I've got some of the stats. So his highest his career highs basically. 2012 was only nine touchdowns. That's his career high in 10 years. He's got Pro Bowl. Uh, 840 yards. 840 yards in uh, 2016 receiving. That were on 132 targets. That's the only time he's ever been over 100 targets. That were his other Pro Bowl season. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's always averaged over nine yards a reception, which isn't... Too shabby, but it's not, it's not amazing either. I've seen a lot. I've been. I've seen a lot of other tight ends that are always at eleven yards, twelve yards per. So, but yeah, yeah I reckon that they're turning to Irv Smith now. I mean, this season Rudolph had one touchdown, Smith had five. So Smith's yeah. definitely your more yeah, red zone threat, and he's the younger guy who's going to get better. Rudolph ain't going to you know improve. He ain't going to become a twenty twelve or twenty sixteen Kyle Rudolph ever again, is he? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he's helped Irv Smith in his in his progression. I'm sure he's. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Seems yeah. like the type of guy who's done that, but yeah, I can't see him doing much else in football. I, I don't know where he goes. He ain't going to go anywhere to be the starting tight end. So, I think on a bad team, on a bad team, maybe he gets a chance to be a starting tight end. Right. So, there's not, there's not that many tight great end? tight ends. Who needs I mean, tight I don't end? know. I don't know. I mean. I don't want to say Washington does because Logan Thomas had a great year, but but he had a great year. But gonna, if I you look at consistently over the years, you'd say Kyle Rudolph is better than Logan Thomas if you looked at it through yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. But there's other teams out there that do need tight ends. Yeah. And he's a dependable guy. Yeah. He's a guy. I looked at yeah, the things. Yeah. So in a, in, a, in 10 years, sorry, not 11, 10 years, only two fumbles in a 10-year career. Yeah. And on his targets, he does make the most of his targets. I think last season he had... 37 targets and it were 30 receptions on 37 targets so that's yeah. not even just drop passes you know what I mean that's sometimes Kirk overthrowing him I think it's just it's a it's the good move for Minnesota they do save 5 million in cap space yeah. for a guy who doesn't get much production and I think Kirk Kirk just doesn't like throwing to these tight ends and he's not going to when he's got Phelan and Jefferson mm-hmm. and Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook on little screen yeah. passes and to run yeah, them all yeah. in it so I think yeah you get you get away with Irv Smith and Irv Smith ain't that bad either so and uh, well, the the Saints are looking for tight ends after releasing Jared Cook and Josh Hill. So maybe Rudolph goes to the Saints. That'd be a big move for him. Yeah, I don't even know, but I'm just reading it now that Cook and Josh Hill got released. But just lately, literally now. I don't think it's just now. I just I just seen it now. So. So yeah, I didn't know that either. Third of March. Yeah, two days ago. Fair enough. <laughs> That's not really big news, quiet. is it? I know, yeah. yeah, they kept that one quiet, didn't they? I don't mind Jared Cook either. He's a good player, I yeah, think. He's right. Maybe Taysom Hill uh, gets more snaps at the tight end. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but I looked at the other tight ends available, and I mean, we'll just bring through them now, because the, the, the four main guys now that are available, really, I mean, five if you include Jared Cook. So you've got Jared Cook, um, Kyle Rudolph, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry and Dan Arnold. I like Dan Arnold. I think he's yeah. like the guy out of them with a big upside. I think Hunter Henry's the best. Out of, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'd say Hunter Henry's the best out of all of them because you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a 600 to 700 yard season with Hunter Henry. You're going to get a big mm-hmm. body who can block as well. Yeah. I reckon so a I like lot of teams who are in the market for tight ends are going to wait till after draft to see who gets Kyle Pitts. Because he, yeah. he's a monster, his Pitts. So I, I reckon like. A lot of the names you just said maybe go unsigned until after the draft. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon shot, if yeah. you want a tight end, you're going to want Kyle Pitts. 
Yeah, yeah. If you feel like you're, you you can pick him, if you feel like you're going to have a pick where you can take Kyle Pitts, then yeah, I think you definitely hold because Kyle yeah. Pitts has a bigger upside than all than Titans that are available, and you get him on a rookie contract. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have to pay think, to pay big, yeah. I think you're to- I think you're totally right. So um, anyway, you said you were going to go through um, the guys who signed. So where do you, where do you think Kyle Van Noy will be signing? Uh, he's going home, going to Patriots. Going back to New England, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 mentioned that he'd be interested in doing it. It was Bill's plan all along. Just go for a year, for the year that we're going to be rubbish, and then come back when because this year Bill's Bill's going for it. He wants to show up. He wants to prove Brady wasn't the one. Do you know we stood him? Shout out Stidham, yes. <laughs> he's, he's getting all. He's gonna, yeah, that's what I reckon. Van Noy goes. No, I like that. Um, I mean, I've seen. To be fair, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll mention them because I've seen it. But Washington, I've seen them interested in bringing him in to yeah. Yeah. Uh, play linebacker with Cole Holcomb, who's obviously a young kid, and like you mentioned, with Cal Van Noy leadership. I don't think yeah. Holcomb's there yet to lead a team because Washington are on about releasing John Bostic, who an ex-Patriots player himself, who was the leader. Yeah. So they definitely need a leader uh, linebacker in the linebacker position. So Van Noy for Washington, I see that. But yeah, like you say, New England, I think it'd be an amazing story and. Be a tasty affair when they play Miami, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Smith, where do you see him heading? He's gonna, he's gonna take over from Drew Locke. He's, he's coming to the Broncos. Is Smith? So you think he'll start for Denver? Not the first. It, he'll start week three after Locke. After we have an zero and two start, and Locke's had through up five picks. Smith comes in week three. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd request a bet on that if I were you. <laughs> Try and make some money off that. That's a big shout, that. But I like it, it though. Well, I don't see it, it, it could go to the Bears. It could go to the Bears. But I don't yeah. really see anyone else taking a risk on him. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I see him more at Denver than I do the Bears. I feel like the Bears are just, because they've had Trubisky, who's not really explosive, I feel like they just feel like, let's bring someone in explosive rather than you know, check down Alex. But like you say, that defence in Chicago is good and maybe they need someone to play check down football and not turn the ball over. So Yeah, yeah. Fangio like Fangio wants someone who ain't gonna make mistakes. So Yeah. If we can get Smith on a decent backup deal, I reckon I reckon he could be coming to Denver. Mm. I just that's what I just wonder with Smith though, because he's he's always been paid big money. Obviously always yeah. you know, gone to teams yeah. as a starting quarterback. So you just wonder like should, how much he of should, a pick it's Even just how much of a pay cut you're willing. Do you think he takes though? So I think I think at Washington, his average annual salary was about twenty mil, twenty one mil, twenty two mil. Yeah. So how yeah. much? How much do you reckon? Judging off that, do you think he has to take a pay cut? Do you reckon I mean, he has to have at least? On, Mariota were on. I think it were eleven million, was it as a backup? Yeah, he's he's gonna have to take ten or less. I don't think yeah. many. I don't no, know more than ten. Just like things like Denver can afford more because Locks on a rookie deal, so. Mm. It, it depends where he's gonna back up. Like if he's backing up at, you know, like Denver, Chicago. It depends where Chicago will go because they might stick with Nick. Like I don't know where they. I don't know where Chicago are thinking for QB. If Trubisky yeah, is gonna go, he could go. Could go. I don't know. Jets maybe. Like if they draft in Zach Wilson, he could go in. Mm, start yeah, the I Jets like help Zach Wilson. They get mm-hmm, rid of Darnold. Like but yeah, I feel like wherever he goes. Like the most he gains like fifteen mil, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you get him on a one year deal, and 
Yeah, I think it, yeah, yeah definitely think, one year, definitely one year. I reckon you work out some sort. If you want to bring him in as your starting quarterback, I reckon you work out some sort of contract where he has to start a certain amount of games for you yeah. to pay him that bit more. Cause the leg is so risky. Do you know what I mean? Like it's whether you want to take a gamble on that leg or not. Well, I mean, he missed all playoffs. Well, he missed the one game you played. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 and he missed. Um, like uh, he missed like a couple of games towards the back end of the regular season as well. Yeah, so, yeah. But it, it wasn't even that leg; it was a different leg that got injured. It just is. It's obviously though because of that horrible leg injury he had. His body has slowed down, and his body won't heal as quick. So yeah, he, yeah. he could he could get a you know a, a hip or back injury, and he's probably going to be out for as longer than he should just because his body's just so hurt and slowed down, just all over now. You know, yeah. which is obviously unfortunate. You know, but yeah, I mean, I hope him. I wish him the best. Hope he gets signed to a team, you know, if he wants to continue the story. Or if he wants to retire and he's happy to retire, I hope he does that, you know, whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, I hope yeah. he does and does. But, you know, just touch wood, you know, he stays healthy and has ends his career how he wants to. Yeah, just before we move on to the next segment we're doing, just thought I'd mention uh, Golden Tate released, you know, Washington in the market for a receiver. Yeah, I, I don't... Possibly. I don't, the thing is with Golden Tate is, again, he's one of them names. It's, it's a name where you're like, you know, wow, it's Golden Tate. But then you look at the production lately and you're like, meh, do I really want Golden Tate? Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, it, his production has dropped a bit and obviously 32 now. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really know what he's still got left. But last season, only 388 yards, two touchdowns. So, you know, yeah, he's... he's Production has slowed. Um, I think also, if you can't... Sorry, go on, go on. Uh, yeah, no, if you're going to make another point about Golden Tate, make it, I was going to talk about another player, but go on. All right, sorry. Uh, yeah, now we're just going to say quickly, I mean, if if you're going to go for... Because there's more big receivers, obviously, that might be available, you know, like Alan Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Juju, yeah. Yeah. Chris Godwin, these guys. If, if you miss out on these guys and you want to sign someone, just extra receiver help, maybe on like a one-year... You know, five million dollar deal, four million dollar deal, or something like that. Then yeah. I suppose you, you know, Golden Tate, you go for him because he's done things in the past. He might, you know, have that resurgence and help you out. But yeah, I think if you're looking for a, a top receiver, you just gotta, you need to just pay out, not go gentle and just pay out on these big guys like Alan Robinson or Juju. Just go all in because you're gonna get more out of them than you are Golden Tate. And then last one I wanted to mention was Desmond Trufant, been released mm-hmm. by the Lions. Similar to um, Van Noy, they signed a tw- two-year, twenty-one million dollar contract to start of this start of the last season. So, yeah, we were only there one season, uh-huh. wasn't he? The season, yeah. season, and that was it. I mean, he's still only thirty years old. Like you feel like yeah. Trufant's been in the league for ages, but I mean, he, he has. Was on, he was still on quite young. Reserved for the last few games of this season. To be fair, okay. So maybe, maybe that injury's played more of a part. Than you know they've they've said, but yeah, I reckon Trufant could go somewhere and still make a make an impact, like Denver, where in cornerback market, you know, yeah. other teams like Cowboys, um, mm-hmm. Vikings, they have a great secondary. Raiders, you know, I, I I reckon he'll probably get picked up by someone. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because there's not there's not too many corners out there. I mean, and they're all old as well. To be fair, because maybe Patrick Peterson gets out there, Richard Sherman yeah. might yeah. be out there. Again, it's these 
cornerbacks in their early 30s. So, yeah, I think he's definitely one to take a gamble on as long as he's, you know, healthy, hopefully. Yeah, well, do you want to move on to the over-under that we've set uh, out? Uh, yeah, so on those four guys, we're just going to basically do a little over-under. So I'll give you a number and I want you to tell me whether they do, obviously, if they do more than that or they're going to do less. So basically, JJ Watt, over or under, eight sacks next season. Uh, I'm going to go over. I'm going to say he's going to have a bit of a bounce back. He's going to go over. Have you got a specific number you're thinking? Or are you just saying just going to go I, over? I'm he's probably going to, I'd say probably close, like nine, ten. I don't think he's going to have a massive season like his 2018 where he had 16. But So you, maybe, you think he maybe scrapes double digits? Yeah, cause, and as well, just think it's really just been him at the Texans. He's obviously yeah, got Jones yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, true. But maybe that helps free him up, you know, like when uh, sometimes I send well, yeah, a double team on double, Jones, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it frees up Watt, and Watt's probably never seen that before, so I think he might be right, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was thinking of a number, and I thought eight, I'll just go eight, because it's sort of like thereabouts. So, but yeah, I think I'm going to go over, but he scrapes it. I'm reckoning, so, yeah. He only got five last season, but like you said, he's, he'll, he'll get double or triple teamed sometimes, so. That's what I mean, yeah. I think, obviously, they'll worry about Jones. I mean, Isaiah Simmons, when he comes blitzing up through the middle, I think he's going to... At Houston, he was never freed, really. Because, obviously, when they had Jadavian Clowney, Jadavian Clowney was just an injury woe on him. Not really the guy that they thought he would yeah, be. So, yeah. what will they never experience? Probably being left as free as usual. Mm-hmm. So, I reckon maybe he capitalises on that. So, yeah. Now, I reckon I'll go over. Just scrapes over. Yeah. Uh, next, I, we've I got... Kyle Van Noy, 79 and a half total tackles. So to put that in perspective, I'll just get... He's only highest. done that once. He's only ever done that once. In 2018, yeah, he had 32 tackles com- combined. And the second closest was 2017, and that were only 73. So but Pretty much between them two seasons, isn't it? Going to the Patriots, and that's where he did them. So, I mean, I'll, I'll still say less, but... I reckon if he goes back to New England, he'll do. He'll have a decent season. Yeah, I'm thinking under as well. So, so what you're saying is he's going to go under, but he's going to have a better season than he did at Miami. He's going to have more tackles than he did at Miami, but still under 79 and a half. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say yeah, so. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, let's go on to Alex Smith. Right. Does he start over or under three and a half games? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, if my prediction's right with Denver. But to be fair, I feel like most places, if he's going to cause he's, if he's going to a team who aren't sure on their quarterback, I reckon he does start more than three and a half games. I reckon yeah, cause if the coach doesn't like the quarterback, they're going to they're gonna be like pretty easily get rid of the quarterback that they're playing. You know what I mean? So... Like it'd be pretty easy for Fangio to stop playing um, Locke, or if say if the Bears kept Trubisky, like they're not they're not fully in on him either. So it'd be pretty easy for him to not play Trubisky and start someone else, like it was last season. I feel like it will be. I feel like he will play more than three and a half games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you make fair points. If obviously, like your prediction, I mean, if your prediction is to like go and happen, then yeah, I think, you know, you're 100% right. If a team that are not too short, like Denver, I could definitely see him starting over three and a half, maybe Chicago, I don't see it that much, but but I just say under, I just don't think a team's willing to, 
I don't think I just don't think Alex's body can hold up for that many you reckon he gets games signed? in a season anymore. I reckon I reckon he gets signed if he's willing to not take too much money. And but uh, I just don't see him just starting that many games. But then I didn't see him starting that many games this season for Washington. <laughs> I didn't see him ever playing a game again, to be honest with you. So he's proved me wrong already, so I won't be surprised if he proves me wrong again. But I'm, I am just going to have to say it under. Right, anyway, lastly, Kyle Rudolph. Right, this one's. I think this one's a pretty difficult one, to be honest with you. So overall under, 299.5 yards receiving. I'm going to say no. If he goes, wherever he goes, I have, I have honestly no idea where he's going, but wherever yeah, he no. does go, it's, it's not to be the starting tight end, I don't think so. He's just going to be an experienced backup that does not get over 299 yards. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, this season, he only had, what, 37 targets, 28 receptions, 334 yards. So, what? Well, and that's with did our... a young, like, that's with a young tight end who, you know, probably isn't getting as many. Well, how many games were he, were he in, Rudolph? I've got rid of his I stats. Mean, how many games? So he only, he only played 12. He didn't play the full season, but he played 12 games. So he played played a lot of them. You know, like he, he probably played more than Smith. And he wasn't, well, like, maybe I should do Kirk thing and he don't want to pass the tight ends as much. But Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I say mean, no. it, it's, his stats are going to look better as well when Kirk's throwing because Kirk is a guy who just loves to wear it out. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to join. He's not really going to join another team where he's going to get a quarterback like Kirk, who just loves to fucking release it out of his hands and get on with it. Pardon my French, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Right. Anyway, so that's right. So this is the official two punts podcast top ten free agency list. Now you've read the <laughs> NFL ones. Um, I think the two punts one is the most accurate. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, you say that, one of the names on it has just, as we speak, been tagged. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just no, I've just you been just retweeted on the Twitter. The <laughs> you just uh, yeah, you might as well. Your boy, Justin Simmons. You know, it, it, I'm, I'm disappointed he's been tagged. I would have liked a big deal, long-term deal for him. But hopefully that comes this season. You know, I just... I mean, well, I swear, because you you can only tag one person, can't you, sir? And there ain't really anyone else for us to tag, just because it's a lot of money for the other positions where we would be thinking about tagging someone. So I'm happy with that. I'm happy tagging Timmons. Just we need to get him on a long-term deal, though. That's that's really important. So where would you rank Justin Simmons on our top ten list? You know, personally, I'm going number one because. He's Bessie. <laughs> no, uh, serious, on a serious start, he's probably probably like six, seven, eight, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, yeah, I reckon you put him in the middle pretty much. I, six, I'm happy with Justin Simmons to be our six. Yeah. Top ten, top free agent on our top ten list. I feel like he's pretty underage because he's just in an awful team. So <laughs> he isn't really like getting the mentions like, like someone like Jamal Adams who... He's good, but he don't do. I won't say he does as much as Simmons, but he gets oh, a lot no, no. of attention Probably. for who he is. Yeah, because Jamal Adams making them sort of like linebacker players, anywhere as Simmons is your guy who's making sure those receivers ain't gonna beat you and ain't four gonna get them long balls. Year, Simmons, he had four interceptions. 
Yeah, I mean, I saw a stat that him and um, Jackson, like Denver Broncos, are the only team in Pro Football Focus history to have two safeties in the top five from the same team. Yeah, we have the best safety duo in league, and we still yeah. go five and eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about other free agents, Marco. Right, I think we'll just we'll 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 just start at the top right now and just get it over with. But I reckon number one, I don't think he's gonna be a free agent. But yeah, I reckon you said Dak Prescott is the guy with the wow factor. Plays the most important position in football. And the fact he might be a free agent is exciting. But yeah, I think he gets re-signed by Dallas, 100%. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, just not, not much you can say about the guy. Is yeah. there? There's literally just, yeah. as long as he's you know, healthy. Solid I, mean, I, know we, I, I, know I do feel like it, he's but... a bit deluded for thinking he could get close to Mahomes, but <laughs> you know, yeah, he, I yeah. still think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, number two, who do you want on another number two? For me, number two is Trent Williams. Trent Williams, my number okay. two. I'm thinking his top three, top two uh, left tackles in league. So, you know, I'd say between him and Bakhtiari. And I, I know Garrett Ball's had a good year, but <laughs> <laughs> Trent Williams is. Is my either second or best left tackle in league, and I don't know. Do, do you think 49ers re-sign him? Or I think they'd be stupid not to. I think the season he had to say he missed all that time in Washington after you know obviously all the you know drama that went on and everything like that. Yeah. So then yeah. just come into the 49ers team the way he did and just dominate again like he had been at Washington. This all-pro left tackle. I think you have to respect that, and he's still going to do it at a high standard. You know what? Yeah. I mean, is he 32, 33 years old? He's still only yeah, he's only only thirty still, and you know we've seen that left tackles can well, play, play yeah, he can keep yeah. playing until the late on in the career. So he's still got so many years behind him. I reckon he gets a big deal. The 49ers would be stupid not to do it, but you know, do only have twenty four million cap space or forty ers and you're thinking he's taking up a lot the of majority that. of that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. But maybe that's where the, you know they cut a big player. I'll work out because yeah. um, obviously they've got. They've got players on big contracts there at for the San Francisco like, and the like the Bengals. They could do with a tackle. Oh, you if know, he were protecting Joe Burrow, then Burrow would just probably go off on another level. <laughs> the Jets, the Jaguars, but yeah, I reckon he gets a massive, maybe yeah. like 17, 18 million a year contract. I reckon he becomes yeah, I reckon he becomes the highest paid left tackle in the league. Right, number three, number three. I'll go. So I'll go number three. Right, I'm gonna go. Again, it's a player I don't think is going to be a free agent. I reckon he gets re-signed. But Aaron Jones, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he is. He is great, and if especially fifth round pick, you know, he's he is very good. But the Packers currently minus eleven and a half million cap space. Maybe, yeah. maybe find him back. You know what I mean? But it's between him and another player. I think they have to decide who they're going to cut. I can't remember who they is. It their centre. What's their centre called? Can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember, but I think it's like Corey Lin- Lindsley, Lindsay, or something like that. I'd, I'd obviously pick Jones. Yeah, I think but... the seasons he's had, like, are just every every week he was scoring a touchdown last season. Even the season before that, it felt like he was scoring a touchdown. Like him, Dalvin Cook, you know, Kamara, uh, Derrick Henry. You know, they're the top running backs in this league. But so because when you talk about the top running backs in this league. I think you mentioned Aaron Jones's name. You have to. 
saying. And he's he's a great receiving back as well, obviously, because yeah, feels like Rogers only has two targets. So you know, him and Adams they get a lot of the ball. So Jones makes makes a lot of plays for the Packers. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. If if the Packers don't re-sign him, I'm not sure where he because I'm not sure where he goes. You know, he, sure most teams in the league would want him. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them teams that need to improve their run game are going to be all over him. Yeah, like some, maybe someone like the Jets give him a massive contract. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah, because they tried Le'Veon Bell, didn't they? And that just yeah. did not work <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. But like you say, no one wants to go to the Jets. So, so everybody'd want to go there, didn't it? See, I'm thinking with my four and five, uh, Barrett and Godwin. So I'm thinking we'd talk about them at the same time. So uh, the two guys who just won a Super Bowl. Shaq Barrett, because, because they're only the books are only going to be able to tag one of them. And they only have eleven million cap space, so you know, do they do the books are the books able to sign them both? So I think they should tag Barrett again. Yeah, and then if they can work a deal with Godwin, they should do that. You know, just Godwin's better for the long term. But maybe if you, maybe, if you had to choose one, who are you choosing? Oh, I'm choosing Barrett. He's, he's got enough weapons. If you're choosing one, I'd choose Barrett. So he's got Mike Evans. Brown will probably come back. So, And then, you know, because Godwin's going to want top receiver money, but Evans is already on top receiver money. So it just depends yeah. if they can afford to have two receivers on that much money. Maybe don't. Yeah, Maybe nah. takes a smaller deal, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't think he would. Especially, like, you know, a lot of teams in the league would offer him, you know, top five receiver money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like teams like, you know, like, again, the Jets, they just have a lot of money to spend. Um, Washington, Patriots, uh, the Colts, you know, if they if they lose T.Y. Hilton, you know, they could bring in a Godwin. Um, yeah, that, that'd be good. A lot of options for teams that have a lot of money to spend. And that's where I reckon... Um, I reckon Godwin could be going, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I reckon Godwin's ready to get paid the big money. And I feel like out of the two, you can get away with probably giving Shaq a bit less than yeah. Godwin personally. But yeah, I reckon if, if I had to choose, I'd, I don't know, because Shaq, I mean, yeah, he's had, them, he's had two amazing years, hasn't he? I mean, last year wasn't as good as, as obviously that 2019 season, but yeah. he still had four sacks in the Super Bowl run. So, yeah, and he's like... They haven't got the like they've got him and Dominic and Sue. He's he might be leaving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he, I think I just think to keep the obviously the pass rush in the Super Bowl was unreal. So obviously he's a big part of that. So I feel like they should keep the the, the defense players around just to help out Brady. So it's not all on Brady. Yeah, cause, yeah, I think you're right. He's got enough offensive weapons as it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't sign Godwin back if they can. It's just if if you have option of the two, one. yeah, mm. I just reckon Brady's got more options. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. Um. So I'll go, I'm going to go number seven, and I'm going to go Alan Robinson. Number seven. He's going to get paid, isn't he? He's going to get paid. I mean, he should, because uh, he's made Trubisky not look as bad as he actually is. <laughs> yeah, see, he hasn't had great quarterbacks in his time in the league. To have as many receiving yards as he does is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, hundred percent. I think I think he's going to end up at Washington, so he's probably not going to have a good quarterback again. But you know, he's made it work before. <laughs> so yeah, what about you? I mean, I think he's going to end up. I love. The thing is, I, I want him to end up at Washington, but in my head, I just think it's too good to be true. Having McLaurin and Alan Robinson, I just that would be a good duo, on it? Yeah, I just think it's duo. too good to happen. But uh, yeah, no, I think we've got Chris Godwin ranked higher just because of obviously, you know, Godwin's obviously, you know, the the more the winner out of the two, I suppose, yeah. you know, who wins your games and stuff like that. But yeah, I think Alan Robinson, I'd take Alan Robinson over any free agent receiver that's available. Even at Jacksonville, he wasn't the worst player in the world, and yeah, Chicago yeah. is doing it more consistently now. So, I mean, the touchdown numbers ain't amazing, seven and six, but it's about getting the ball down the field, isn't it? McLaurin's the same. He doesn't put up amazing touchdown numbers, but his receiving yards are always up there. Uh, like touchdowns, you know, you like a, like Washington look towards Thomas a lot, don't they? In the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He's more of a safer bet, like as a target, you know, a bigger guy. So he's. You know, it's it's not going to be as easy to like jam and jam him and you know get an interception mm-hmm. on it. So yeah, maybe it's the same in where Robinson's concerned, but wherever he goes, he's going to get paid, isn't he? He's going to get a big deal. Yeah, hundred percent. He deserves it. Yeah. So I think next right, no, number eight. Who do you want? David. That's what I'd say. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. His his numbers are ridiculous. The amount of guys he tackles. <laughs> Well, he's he's probably leaving now, isn't he? He's, I just I can't see him signing him back. I, I was talking about leadership. Um, I know we keep mentioning him, but I was talking about leadership for Washington at linebacker. I think he's the perfect guy to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I know we're mentioning Washington a lot, but they've got fifty-five mil in cap mm-hmm. space. They've got a fourth most, so because. You can't really say out good teams because they're either minus cap space or haven't got much. Where David's wanting, you know, he's he's wanting a big deal. Is that like, you know, coming off a Super Bowl win? So, I, I mean, maybe the Broncos go for him. Um, yeah, Washington could be interested. You know, I mean, the Jaguars need anything. Maybe Maya builds his defense around David. Maybe he takes a a less de- lesser deal at the books. I don't you'd never know, but Yeah, I reckon um, I reckon he still wants to go to I don't know, I suppose. Maybe does he want to go to a winning team? You know, he's just won a Super Bowl. Maybe he feels understand. like that's what I mean. Maybe he feels like he can help out, you know, like you say, these teams like the Jets and try maybe and uh, really accomplish something himself by making them a better team. Side. Like he's won, so maybe he's just happy taking more money and he is fussed on the winning aspect. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it strikes me as the kind of guy who just loves... I couldn't imagine him being a guy who'd be happy, yeah, getting paid these millions of dollars, but standing there on the field getting beat 45 to 7 yeah. <laughs> week in, week out. Yeah, but like, so if, if the books offer him, I don't know, a couple of million a year, he ain't going to be happy with that. So. Yeah, I so, think you're right. Maybe he's ready for a fresh start. Yeah, but... just with their limited cap space, I can't see him. Because he's... he's getting on a bit now isn't he David he's not, I mean, he's, not, he's not too old um, 31 years old so early 30s still he's not really hit that mid 30 that's when they really go on the decline in it about 34 35 so I reckon yeah. he's still got a good couple of seasons he I mean every season, season. Year, so. 
every, every, every season he's played in the NFL, he's totaled over 100 tackles, apart from one season in 2016. 2016. He's always had over 100 tackles. And he's, the thing is, he's always he's, the least amount of games he's played was 2017. He played 13 games. This is a guy who stays healthy in a very physically demanding position, just always hitting guys. And he's always managed to stay super healthy. Yeah, but he'll catch up with him eventually, won't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. But, I mean, yeah. there's guys, you know, played in this league that it never did really catch up with, you know, Ray Lewis, London Fletcher. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Big linebackers yeah, no. who always just got so many tackles and just managed to do it for such a long period of time. And I think he's a guy... I don't think he gets paid crazy, crazy, crazy money, but out of all the linebackers available, he's the number one guy you're going for, in my opinion. Yeah, if I could have him at Denver, I definitely would. Him and, him and AJ Johnson. Some, <laughs> some duo that. But yeah, but yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I like Levante David. He's one of my favorite guys on this list. Yeah, he's ranked eighth, but yeah, I love the guy. Right, number nine. So we're left with two guys, and those guys are Juju on the beat and <laughs> Hunter, Hunter Henry, the tight end. Yeah, I mean, I reckon Juju goes. I, mean, I reckon he's going to leave Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> on a Fortnite clip, I saw. He spoke about playing for the Chargers, you know, typical Juju mm. on Fortnite. But <laughs> um, so yeah, because that's where he's originally from, and that was that's where he supported growing up. So yeah, you know, maybe he goes there. I've, what, what do you think he gets paid? Do you think he gets? Do you think he's a he's getting paid top receiver money? I don't think he gets top top receiver money, but I think he's up there. I think. I think a team that signs him thinks of it more as a business perspective and they think, like, we mm. are going to sell. Yeah. I know it's boring and stuff, but yeah, it's true, it's... you know, like, we are going to sell Juju shirt, jerseys. Like, he's yeah. a big name, he's a popular name. He was like the, fa- Every... the face of Madden, wasn't he, for us? Madden 19. Yeah, yeah. What it... 20, uh, yeah. He was the face of Madden. Madden 19, I think, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, he's a popular guy, he's a well-known guy. I don't think he gets paid crazy money, especially he didn't really have an amazing season, did he? Because he were more of a meme. He were more of a walking meme than anything else this year. But I think if if you woke up and you know you read your team news and you were like, oh, you know, Juju Smith Schuster signed for the Denver Broncos. Juju Smith Schuster signed for the New York Jets. You'd be, I don't you'd be, really. I don't know. We got something. Then again, I suppose you don't need receivers, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Receiver now. <laughs> if he wants to, if he wants to do a job at the cornerback, then yeah, come on. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? A team that needs a receiver, then. I should have said that. A team that needs a receiver. Yeah. If yeah. they wake up and see that they've signed Juju, they're going to be like, oh, at least this is a pr- well, not a proven guy, but a well-known guy. You know what I mean? And people like personality on the team, and he's definitely a personality. Yeah, I mean, 831 receiving yards last year. Not the worst. Nine touchdowns, again. Not, not that's, too that's, bad. That's, that's the best thing about it. The nine touchdowns, that to me says this is a guy, you know, a red zone, an end zone threat, you know, red zone threat. Twenty six touchdowns in, in four seasons. That's, it's not bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not terrible. Like he can do it. It's just obviously it's where the people always just question, don't they? But like I say, I think it's just a again, it's a old NFL media thing of people just hating him because he'd rather do the dancing than the. He's, he's young in it, so that's what. And I can't really hate him for that because that's what he's around. That's why he's been around recently, especially like at college and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I think I think he just gets a lot of hate just because you know what these guys on TV, Terry Bradshaw, Tony Romo, these mm-hmm. are guys who didn't grow up with that. And like you say, you know, it's a new generation, and Juju's yeah. 
Mm. Pretty much, you know, the guy who does that. You know, if it weren't for Juju, would there be guys like Justin Jefferson gridying into the end zone? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, like, good celebration. Same with Odell Beckham, you know what I mean? It's these receivers with personality that have, like, made... It makes people want to be receivers. Yeah, that's what I'm... Makes... Yeah, exactly. No like... one wants to grow up and be a Gary Neville. You know what I mean? Don't want to grow up and be a Juju. <laughs> Like, like kids these days, you know, they want to be catching the pass instead of just throwing them up. Throwing it. They want to yeah. be doing it, cool yeah. one-handed catches. Ah, poor oh, Gary man. Neville. Best pundit <laughs> out there. Best pundit out there. Nah, he is good. He is good. Right, so the other last guy anyway, Hunter Henry. I think he's quite low down on this list to say how consistent and good he is. Yeah, I mean... I mean, someone had to be number 10, but... He hasn't know, had more him. than... He's only had more than 650 yards once, and that was only 652. But, you know, he's, he's, he's decent at blocking. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy. So, I, he, he probably just... Well, he, he won the franchise tag last year. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Chargers want to keep him around, or... You reckon they'll tag him again? How much is the tight end tag? How much is it? I can't even tell you, to be honest with you. It's not very. It's very rare you see a tight end get tagged to be fair. Isn't it? Ten million. Ten million. That's not bad at all. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they don't want to, ta- yeah, I'd say tag him. I just Might think. Well. I just think it's such a dependable, like, yeah, for someone like guy. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he's he's a good check down guy because definitely you know mm-hmm. what I mean like he can mm-hmm. get you some uh, yards after catch and he's a big guy. He's gonna. Don't know what he's. Yeah, again, the guy don't really fumble the ball ever. You know, he gets touchdowns. Yeah, he's just. I think he's just a solid all-round tight end. He's not exciting. He's not. I won't say he's exciting as Jared Cook. If you wanted an exciting tight end, I'd say you got Jared Cook, hundred percent. He's a bit old now, isn't he? He's a bit. I'm not sure about Cook. I'd, I'd rather Henry than Cook. I, I don't know. I think Cook's still um, got that explosive playmaker style to him. If you ask yeah, me, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think he had an amazing year. What did he do uh, last year? Played 15, five, so 500 yards or less. He had seven TDs, though, so he's, he's definitely your end zone threat. He's a mm-hmm. tall guy, isn't he, who can get up there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I reckon them two are, the you know, going to be the best tight ends available if, like you say, you know, they let Hunter Henry go. But I reckon he's a good guy for Herbert, a very dependable guy just for Herbert to throw those little check downs to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, so and, uh, that, um, go on, sorry, any more points to add? I was, no, I was just going to you know, take over presenting duties and say, <laughs> just talk about <laughs> yeah, a few on, of then. the others that missed out. Just, you know, well, I mean, Brandon Scherf is probably sticking with Redskins, would you say? Yeah, he deserves a football team, yeah. Yeah, he deserves a big... Um, oh, sorry, side. sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> He deserves, yeah. no, he deserves a big contract, Brandon Scherf, 100%. He don't, he don't deserve to be tagged again. He deserves to fully get signed and show that we have this faith in him, faith in him and that we want him long-term. He has missed 16 games over the last uh, three seasons. Yeah, no, I get, so, yeah, and I get, I understand that, but I reckon just, just how good he is when he's on the field. And I reckon he is getting healthier. Last season, he, he looked like he was getting back to just being an all-round healthy player again. And I don't know, I think... He, he, when he was blocking for Haskins, you could see this was a guy who didn't really want to even be there. But then as soon yeah. as Haskins was out and it was Kyle Allen and uh, Smith, you saw a compl- and even Heineke, you saw a completely different 
Brandon Scherf and you need to you need to repay that because if he wasn't on that O line, I mean Russell Wilson wouldn't even be close to having as much sacks as taking as many sacks as he does in the league. You know, there's someone else on about two hundred sacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Alex Smith wouldn't even be talking about playing for another team if we didn't have Brandon Scherf. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, but um, three edge, three edge rushers: Lawson, Hendrickson, Dupree. Um, you know, Lawson probably stays at Bengals. Hendrickson probably moves on, so as does Dupree. You know, if the team's looking for edge, edge rushers like the Broncos might be, um, other teams might be. So they're they're decent options. I mean, Clowney as well, and. Yeah. Uh, I had Lindsley on here, the centre from um, centre from oh, the, Packers. the Packers centre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But what, uh, what, sorry, just just because you mentioned him there, I just want to go through it. Uh, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, Trey Hendrickson. What are your thoughts? Like, do you think it was a fluky season, or do you think this is a guy? The more snaps you give him, he's just going to keep getting better. Um, I'm not sure. He's, he's similar to Shaq, Shaq Barrett, isn't it? You know the stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like he deserves a chance. Someone's... On a different team, or the, with the Saints still, do you reckon? I'd say he probably probably should move on. He's he's never going to be the guy at the Saints, I don't think. You know, when they've still okay. got uh, Cameron Jordan. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I reckon he, he he goes to be someone's premier edge rusher, and then you know, see what he's made of. So do you reckon he gets paid big by a team that wants him, or do you reckon just average I reckon it's money a for one a year prove it deal? And then okay. he does prove it and then earns a bigger contract. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that's the perfect contract for him to get signed yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot more we could talk about, but this emergency pod, you know, we planned <laughs> on it being 30 minutes. It's already going over 56, so... Well, did we mention... Uh, oh, go on, mention. sorry. Yeah, go on. just want to mention two more. Mm-hmm. And that's Cam Newton and yep. Jameis Winston. There we go. Yeah, they're the two names I definitely wanted to hear. Um, wow. I mean, two quarterbacks. I if you told me these two quarterbacks would be both available three years ago, yeah, yeah, I'd tell you what. Uh, what uh, season are you on? I'm mad in career mode. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah, I know. Who do you take out of the two? Who do you prefer? I prefer Winston. Just mm-hmm. I don't trust Newton anymore. But talking to my friend who's a Patriots fan, <laughs> should I say? Shout out! Shout out! Shout out, Nick! Shout out, Nick Grimshaw! I mean, he, he don't even listen. He not even listen to the second one yet. He's only listened uh, to come on, some Nick, friend. Come on, Nick! Some friend, but um, <laughs> he reckons because he's he said he was saying that he might be coming on the pod one day. He said that Bill Belichick has been. We were impressed with Cam Newton, so he he thinks that Cam Newton's coming back to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And then, I I reckon I don't know what happens with Winston. You know, I honestly don't know. Because I mean, it depends on Breeze, really. Yeah, hundred percent. What, what are you thinking? I don't know. Um, I like Winston. I think you know. I, I mean, it, you know, he's got it. It's just you know, obviously, yeah. stopping him turning the ball over, and you can see now, so it's all right. That's what I mean. Yeah, there are all those questions about his eyesight and everything like that. But I don't know. Like, I reckon, I reckon you keep it. I think you keep him at New Orleans. Honestly, I think you know he's got so many weapons there that if you want him to achieve success quickly. And the Saints is the perfect fit for him, and he will be eating a W again. But obviously, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, we if I had to choose, if, Breeze is coming back. I don't know. I reckon. Honestly, I reckon no. You reckon Breeze is done? 
Yeah, I reckon, uh, I don't know, it just felt like, I feel like it has to be now because he had like the, the long goodbye with Tom Brady, yeah. you know, on the field after the game. Yeah. And then, you know, even after the game when he said to Winston, this is your team now, like you can't you can't say all and do all these things and then just come back. It's like, you know, it's a bit awkward, isn't it, really? <laughs> Raymond Van Barneveld, he's just come back to that. I agree with that. So. What, what a comparison, Drew Brees and Raymond Van Barneveld. <laughs> Barney is better. <laughs> Darts over <laughs> NFL every day of the week. No, the darts podcast coming next week. <laughs> I've been watching darts all day today, so I'm pretty hyped on darts. Oh god! Right, move, let's let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, right, I'll I'll just go through Cam Newton anyway. So yeah, you mentioned Cam Newton. Um, like we mentioned it uh, last week, didn't we? That he overachieved at New England. Like New England altogether overachieved. Uh, considering I say he know, overachieved, but yeah, he... I don't think he overachieved. But I mean, to still get you know, to still go seven and nine. And it's not really a bad accomplishment, and it's it won. It's not a good. It won a great team, that New England team all round. Even the defense won that great. Yeah. So I just think I don't know, Cam. I know what you're saying, but uh, I suppose I don't know. It, you just wonder whether all them highlights, them past highlights, just replay in your head, and you keep thinking, "Oh, Cam's amazing. Cam's amazing." But maybe he has, you know, just passed it now, and he's not the player he was. But I reckon if he was to sign for Washington, it'd be a good fit. You know, link up with Ron Rivera. But, I, yeah, I see maybe Bill Belichick just re-signing him. But, right, any more final points, Harrison, or is that everything? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good, you know. We'll be filming the next, or recording, should I say, the next episode on Sunday. This episode yeah. will be out will be out Saturday. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the first emergency pod. Like I said, there'll be more coming when uh, more big things happen. And hopefully in the next few weeks, there will be some more shocking news around the NFL. There will yeah, all be yeah. this long. We love to chat. We can't help it. We're sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if you're listening to us on Spotify, don't forget to follow. We're also on Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Google Podcast, Breaker and Anchor. So, also... Dove gets followers on Twitter, and that is the Two Pumps podcast. Peace. Peace.